Hey, you're just starting the Trek Off podcast now, so it's a good time for you to subscribe to a new podcast, too. The Totally Super Podcast is me and my good friend Arthur reviewing every single superhero movie ever made. That's right. It's called Totally Super. It's put out by Geeks Radio. It's like Trek Off, but for superhero movies. Maybe not quite so dirty, but... It's still fun. So check out Totally Super. Search for it right now. Whatever you're listening on right now, whatever you found Trek Off on, just use that to find Totally Super and subscribe. Okay, enjoy Trek Off. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alex. Oon to do. Um, we uh, we're going to talk about nothing. No, I have have quite a few things to talk about. Let's uh, how was your Trek week? Let's just start with that. What did you Um, do in science fiction this week? Yeah, I would say science fiction is is more applicable because, um, uh, it's a couple of things really. I've been, I, I started the new, uh, the new Lost in Space on the Netflix. Okay. Um. Given um, given that I haven't uh uh no. watched it, so we can't talk about it too much. Um. Give us your uh three minute review. You are you are you are pulled on to the Today Show, and the Today Show hosts say, "Hey, uh, in three think? minutes, tell us about Lost in Space." Go. I mean, I I would say mostly I like it. There there's certainly there are some things uh that are a little bit like, oh man, come on. Uh, but there's a lot to like there. I mean, it is, it is certainly not exactly like the, uh, the original, uh, but I, I, I find more of it to be good than bad, but it is not without fault. Um, I would say all the acting is really good though. Like, I don't think that's a thing. The stuff that I could fault it for is like story stuff and like, um, like cho- like visual choices and things things of that nature, um, but not not anybody's acting. Nobody's that, at least that that's really solid across the board. I feel so. I think it's worth giving it a shot. I'm only like, in fairness though, like I don't know three, maybe four episodes in. So hmm. <laughs> it it seems to be good so far. Like, but it could, you know, how sometimes a show can just all of a sudden be bad. Uh, it hasn't done that yet. <laughs> so. Well, you, you see, it's, I I still have to be so choosy about what I get to watch because there's oh, just right. not time. There's, there's not there's, enough time. <laughs> there's literally right now time for one episode a day and then one movie a week. So that ends up being six episodes a week um, that I that I get to watch. Um, Can you still like <clears throat> so I know you can't watch a lot of stuff. Um, I know primarily though when you read it, you listen. Uh huh. Um. So, what about reading? Um. Like, am I reading anything? Could you be? Because I've I just started a couple of books. I am. Um, yeah. I'm. I've actually. I'm reading. Um. I'm reading a science fiction book. You might actually really like. Well, that's right. You were telling me about it. You haven't uh, finished it yet. You're still listening to it. Well, it's a series. So, um. Ah. So I finished. All right. So uh, after reading Ready Player One, um, I was like, I like listening to these things. What What would you, you know? I asked the the, I asked what if you like Ready Player One, what else might you like? Um, 
uh, and I forget what I followed it up with exactly after. I, I The first one, I'm going to look it up while we're talking, but the second one I followed up with um, was called Off to Be the Wizard, um, where huh. uh, uh, the plot of which is essentially um, a dude finds out that uh, we are all just living at, in a computer program. Um, and since we're all just living in a computer program, if you have access to that computer program, you can um, you can do whatever you want. Um, sure. And uh, he does enough. He doesn't know how to use it really well. Um, he knows how mm-hmm. to use it kind of well enough. Um, so <laughs> so uh, so he gives himself a million dollars and uh, he gives himself a million dollars and like changes some of his physical attributes just a little bit, not a lot. And of course, <laughs> the like FBI and CIA get involved because they're like, hey, where'd that million dollars come from? Um, so to run away. <laughs> So to run away from them, um, he uh, sends himself back in time to mid- medieval England to live as a wizard. <laughs> hence, off oh, to fun. hence off to be the wizard. It's really funny. Um, ever, it's not much of a spoiler what I just told you. That's all like the first two chapters because mm-hmm. the real story is what happens in England. When he's there, right. There's That's a sequel. Cool. There's a sequel to it that is not as good. And I could have continued the story. You would want to because you're such a com- like you're a completist. Um, but, um, (laughs) but I got to a point where I was like, it became a chore to finish. I was like, uh, like the, the joke had worn thin. Um, but the first, uh, the, the first book is, is really a lot of fun. Um, and then I I just don't think there's enough there, there to stretch over the three books that it goes into. Cause I, I never did the third. I didn't finish. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm okay with not knowing what happens next, which is a good example of when something is not enough to have captured me um i followed that up with oh the one i read was we are legion we are bob um which is another sort of living in a computer uh type thing about a a guy who oh, that's is talking to want to watch 13th floor again i watched it recently <laughs> <laughs> um uh where a guy um dies and and his consciousness is transferred into a um into an ai um version of himself um in oh, the future cool. in a post in a in a post-apocalyptic or nearly post-apocalyptic f- future of the earth um and there's space travel it's very much it's a very star trekky uh <laughs> type of book um and then the book i'm reading right now is it's called expeditionary force um it's a series of books i read all the bob books the bob books are amazing um i'm reading uh, it's called expeditionary force where essentially uh aliens show up um and benevolently sort not really benevolently i mean they kill a bunch of people but they take over <laughs> earth and they allow us to continue to be on earth um okay. and uh they bring some of us to another planet and um on that other planet um we find out that not everything is what it seems and um and it's a more serious uh book but it's still funny from time to time so it's it's all sort of semi serious not, not like i would say kind of the the tone of a of of this one is like the tone of when you're hanging out with the marines and aliens okay um it's like the the book is sort of that tone all the time it's really fun so that's what gotcha. i do what are you what are you reading um well i am reading i i had been reading for a very long time the uh the kim harrison she had like a like a 11 or 12 book series um i think it's like i want to say it started with every which way but dead or but like every single like iteration of it it's like it's, it's more of an urban fantasy uh than sci-fi that series um where it's basically like the world there's there has been an event um like where there's a plague uh 
but oh, uh, but it only affects humans, and All it right. doesn't affect like the witches and the vampires, and so there's this whole so they kind of come out to the world right to try to save it essentially, um and 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 do and so there's been kind of a a reshuffling and a reset right but so now there are like new departments that have to deal with that kind of stuff and it's i mean she's a really great world uh, world builder um so you i know you you're into that and she does a great job with it like cuz i believe the if i'm remembering correctly the plague starts uh it, they try to do something to, to 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 tomatoes and so like it's now i mean it's like way 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 in the future from the like event um but like human beings still like won't eat like they won't eat pizza they won't eat anything with tomato in it Huh. And so, like, that's how you can kind of tell when somebody's. Huh. Um, they're called Inderlanders. That's what they're called. That's the the name of them. But that's what that's how you can tell, right? Like, because they'll put ketchup on shit. They'll eat tomatoes. They'll get pizza all the time. Like, um, they have this, they have a kind of cool concept about vampires that she has, where like you are a living vampire, and that is different from a dead vampire. So you have two lives, right? So like when you die as a li- like, as a living vampire, you still have like enhanced senses, speed, that kind of stuff, right? And you still uh, drink blood, but like some that stuff, none of that's a problem. Um, but there's like when you die, you like ostensibly lose your soul in some or your humanity in some capacity. Uh, and that's when you can't go out in the light and there's like a whole system. Like, I mean, you would really love the, the world building and it's, huh. she's, a, she's a very good writer. Um, sounds good. Yeah. Kim Harris. I mean, she's a, she's like a New York times bestselling author. Um, so I'd say th- I just finished that series cause it, I'd been reading it for like a long time and I didn't know that like the last book had come out. I was like, Oh, cool. And I finished it and I was like, Oh, it's so good. And what I really love about her books, like you were talking about the one that like you just kind of petered off and you're like, I'm fine not knowing what happens next. Um, I've always felt like, like with a TV series and with books, like the mark of a good writer. And she does this, like she will finish up the story in the book, right? Like she'll wind up saving the world or whatever. Right. Cool. All's well. And like, you don't, there's threads and there's character development and there's like shit that happens. So like, I don't recommend reading it out of sequence because you might be like, wait a minute, where so-and-so, oh, that's why I, oh shit um or like wait i thought she was but okay so you'll be confused if you read them out of order because there's like there is stuff that goes over from book to book but like there's no cliffhanger endings like i fucking hate All books right. and mo- and shows that do that like so it's like i have finished i've completed this story and i want to read the next one because i want to see what these characters do next right i want to see what happens in this world next and she's really, really good at that. And so I started her new series, which is very sci-fi. Uh, and it is, uh, the first book is Drafter. And it is so intense. And it is so cool. And I fucking love it. And the idea of the, the base idea is that a drafter, there are like these special people. And like people don't know this, right? There's like a, a special group of people that basically they're able to rewind time and redo it. And how, how long they can do that for, uh, is dependent on the per, like anything else It's dependent on the person. Right. So for some people it's like 10 seconds for some, it's 30 
And it's like, when you think about it, it's like that Star Trek episode, like how, or no, I'm sorry, <laughs> Galaxy Quest. What is it real? What good is it if I only go back 10 seconds or four seconds or whatever ridiculously small amount of time it is? It's like enough to change a single decision. And it's, and it, you realize when you read the book, like how powerful that can really be. Right. And so she's like a, they, there's basically like an undercover, like an underground government agency that employs these people because so when you're a, a drafter, someone who can do this rewinding time thing, what happens is you can't remember what happened at all. Like you can't remember what happened the first time around and you can't remember what happened the second time around. So you just like have a, a, a hole in your memory. So there's another type of people that are special in that they can recognize that time is being fucked with and they're called anchors. And so basically like in the, in the, they pair up anchors and drafters to have sort of a symbiotic relationship so that what the anchors can do then is sort of have a mind meldyish hypnotic type connection and bring back just the timeline that prevails because like the reason the drafters forget is because their minds, their synapses can't hold both timelines, but the anchors can. So it's just, it's such a cool concept. It's like, it is not that far in the future. It's like in the 2030s range. All right. Um, but it's like, I mean, the cool technologies that are just sort of present. Um, and the fact that she's like, and there's like conspiracies and, oh, it's like, it's so taut. Like it's, you would feel very much like you were watching a movie if you were listening to this book, I feel like. Because me, when I'm reading it, I'm like, I see it in, like, like I see the scenes. I see and what's the, the, the name segues. again? It's called Drafter. I'm actually, like, I, in time, it's called Drafting. It's the Perry Reed Chronicles? Yes. yes. The Perry Reed All right, hey, guys. Uh, uh, I can read that shit. It's so good. It's called The Drafter by Kim Harrison. Okay, so... Um, Sorry, I had to. In, yeah. I'm, I'm consumed by it. <laughs> hey, let's do a little Star Trek news. This is really interesting. For those of you playing Star Trek Online, which, of course, I don't have any time to right now, um, but if I did... Um, oh, I still have to look and see if I can play that on my PlayStation. Now would now would be the time to do it, um, yeah. because they've done the fourth major Star Trek Online expansion called Victory is Life, and it is a celebration of the 25th anniversary of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. With new episodic content, reuniting twelve of the original cast members from the show. When it was first, this is I'm reading this from Trek Movie. When it was first announced a couple of weeks ago, Cryptic revealed just four of the actors. But today they final today they finalized the list. Alexander Siddig is Doctor Julian Bashir. Andrew Rob Robinson as Garrick. Armin Sherman as Quark. Aaron Ro Rosenberg as Captain Nog. Uh, Bumper Robinson, what? who is a who is a Jemadar. Jeffrey Combs comes back as Wayun and as Brunt. J.G. Hertzler nice. is back as General Martok. Max Grodenchik is back as Grand Nagus Rom. <laughs> Chase Masterson is back as Lita. Nana Visitor is back as Kai Kira Norris. What? Renee Abishmaw is back as Odo, who is a Dominion ambassador. And Salome Jens is back as the female changeling. Um, there are screen caps on uh, Trek movie where they're on Deep Space Nine. Everybody's older, you know, but... Um, uh, but you can do Star Trek Online and interact with those characters. And there's content that's episodic going on um, on Star Trek uh, Online for Deep Space Nine. It's almost enough to make level. me want to go do it. What? Uh, no, it's I mean, for, it's a it's I know an open a lot world. of expansion packs for um, like 
MMOs, there's like certain areas that really are once you're past. I don't think level. so. I think I think that it's. I mean, it's open world, and I don't even know if it's an expansion pack you have to like buy or anything. I think it's just. I think it's like an update of the game. I don't really know how it works, um, but uh, Damn it, but man. yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, it's a good time for me to get started. Then I guess. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, there is. Uh, well, so, the, is this stuff considered canon? Um, I, as canon as it can be, I guess. I mean, it, it can't exactly be canon. I mean, it's not canon that you did something in Star Trek Online. No, yeah? no, obviously not that part, dude. I'm but, but like, like for the... instance, I know that in in the that, that this has been going on. That whether or not it's canon, the story of Star Trek Online has been continuous. So, for instance, there is no Romulus because Romulus blew up. Wait, where is the where are you timeline wise then in 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 this? This would be this would be I think it's supposed to be as far past Deep Space Nine as we are now. I think it's supposed to be you know I think it's you know, seven, think seventeen years Romulus, later. I didn't think Romulus blew up that. Well, early. no, Ro no, Romulus blew up. It's I mean I think that that I remember from the the books before Star Trek two thousand nine came out that had Captain Picard and stuff that it was you know Captain Picard was still. You know, kicking around the galaxy. Every you know, Riker was still on the Titan and stuff. It's it's seems like it's supposed to be like now ish. Anyway, huh? That, that's really? uh, yeah. So um, I guess I just always thought when Romulus blew out that it was like super in the future for some reason. I'm well. The why. the Star Trek 2009 books had Picard like there. Like talking to Spock before Romulus blew before up. Before Romulus yeah. blew up trying to help yeah. him get to Romulus, I presume. Or yeah. So something in some way. So uh so anyway, yeah, I thought that was really neat. Um uh I'd be so tempted to go back and do Star Trek online just because like it's Deep Space Nine and it's the same actors and it's and it's a story within Deep Space Nine and you know, I would love to play Star Trek Online. Yeah, I mean it sounds really fucking cool. And just just I mean, even just hearing like where the characters like what they've achieved in their lives just by you saying the names of their character, you know what I mean? Is um, I mean, it is a little bit like well, by you, the end of next gen, like well, you know, everybody is the is the best of every is like he's the the one Klingon we know the most. He's the you know like the Klingon, and you know like well, so Nog is 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 now uh you know a, a captain. Rom is like the Nagus, and you know. Kira's the Kai, and yeah, so there's a little bit of that going on, but like that's fine with me because uh, I it never bothered me before. Well, you know, there are a lot of uh, of of DS9 books out there that do uh, talk. I know that um, I know that Esri Dax is first officer of the. Uh, okay, but she's a character. I know she's first officer of the Titan. I know that. Uh, I I know that. Hold on, hold on. She's the first officer of anything find that really hard to buy you only got Sorry. to see her for a year and it was like kind and of the worst year of her life fuck for a year all right whatever um i'm just saying so the, I, don't, I don't see her having what it takes I she think, couldn't even be what she was supposed to be which was a counselor i think and i'm that, supposed to believe she can somehow be second in command i think that um i think that uh that cisco is back um i think that oh, it's yeah because isn't what last we saw of him isn't wasn't he you know, yeah um kind of gone ish yeah i think that uh <laughs> i don't i don't know if they ever adequately explain 
what's up with Worf. Worf doesn't make any sense. Like, like by Star Trek Nemesis, Worf is just kind of on the Enterprise. He's <laughs> just on it. Um, <laughs> That's um, true. Like at one point, they make they like they make the attempt. Yeah. Right to be like um, graciously given us, you know, on load or whatever. Like, and then they're just like, "Fuck it, we're we're not even throwing in a line." To, to it's just he's here. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Which they do from time to time on Star Trek. Here's something really, really uh, um, interesting. Uh, there is, th- there is a, a when I look up Deep Space Nine, someone's very, uh, very smartly. Uh, there's like book porn uh, called Vegas Confessions, um, <laughs> and it says, it says, it says Vegas Confessions Nine, my Nine, and her Deep Space. Uh, oh my. And it says he wasn't looking forward to a Vegas convention until he discovered a science fiction meeting and an enterprising woman beamed him up. Um wow. and so <laughs> so here's the thing. This is a deliberate use of keywords, right? Because if I look up yes, Deep Space Nine, this comes up and it's only a it's only like two dollars for the book. So this guy's probably made a few hundred bucks just by people going, well, it's only two bucks, why not? Let's see what is let's see what this is. I'll I'll bite. I'll buy like it's, I'll buy, it's let's see how this porn works. Yeah, this is pretty it's pretty good. My nine let's and see if her, this is good porn. My nine not, you and know, her, I only spent three bucks, no big deal. My nine in her deep space. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Um so okay, so um in No, the uh, problem is when you buy that stuff, because I have made this mistake. Not buying porn, but like buying right. something. Sure, you don't buy porn. I you know, I'm I have nothing against porn but traditionally i don't read porn no like so um like i a lot of like you'll go when i first like got my nook um they had like free books right and i was like all right free shit so like i'm just downloading all of it right and i'm not really really looking that that hard like because if you look at some of them it's like okay yeah i don't want to read that like like a lot of romance novels which i don't even know if that falls under porn or not i feel like it must though you know you know the ones i'm talking we've got yeah. like you know scantily clad super buff dude man I th- you know here's hair the thing blowing I, in the wind and it's, like it, whatever it, like, i think it, it qualifies as porn if you have a description of what it feels like inside of her when it's happening then it's kind of that's that's like okay we're getting as the, opposed to like feelings like i think we're getting into porn if we're talking about heaving breasts and yes. swelling members or whatever the, um oh that and that that might even be like approaching but i the, the one thing where book porn can go that i guess like movie porn can't go so they, they it puts you in their head right or you go yeah, the you know i i can feel the, i i can feel the whatever it is that they're feeling um, it's something you can't get just watching something. Anyway, go on. That that's true. Um, so I just I, stuff that had a cover like that. Like I was clear. I was like, okay, I don't want to read that. Um, and but I but I just uh, otherwise I just download, download, download. And so like I didn't understand when like after that happened because I mean I downloaded God only knows how many books because they were free. And I just went nuts and I was so excited because I had a, a nook or whatever, right? And then, like, I start, you know, like they do, like there are recommendations whenever you go to the store. And I'm like, why is all the, why are all the recommendations like these, like these romance not Like, I don't want to read that. Like, I don't want to read pirate guy. Like, it's almost never, like, if I was, like, into reading porn, um, I would 
that romance, like traditional, like female romance novels as I know them to be, is just not my bag. Like, I don't like the way that women are treated because it's like all about conquering them and whatever. Like, I've tried and I'm like, that does not appeal to me. Like, I'm not trying to be conquered like what is this am i a fucking mountain he has to climb fuck that and 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 the possessor you are very tall i am she's <laughs> mine and no one else can have her like they're just the gel i'm like wow like this is just like some really kind of fucked up shit i feel like mentally i don't it just i can't get off if i'm too busy going well why does he feel the need to possess her like she's a th- like i'm too busy being a fucking feminist about some <laughs> shit that i can't get off right so like that's pretty much why i don't read porn but like i i'm like why does he keep showing me this stuff i was so frustrated until i think i came across one of these books that was free that like just it had an innocuous cover man like no one would have known and i'm reading it and, I'm, and like at some point i'm like um, uh, i mean i don't really like this that much but you know me i gotta try and finish it and then as it kept i'm like oh oh okay oh wow oh man that's why fuck that how much of this is that? How much of these free books now? Like, and so basically, Nook, for forevermore, like, I think to this day, and I've had it for years, <laughs> like, just thinks I'm a crazy porn hog. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, like, I am, but not reading. Right. Um, like, it's like, I want to read sci fi. I want to read fantasy. So um, I would read sci fi porn. I'm sure but- it's out there. I know, I, it's I, I know you it's just out there. It. Yeah, we 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 did it in. Uh, there's a segment in the Trekoff movie about it. There is, um, <laughs> but that's that's slash fiction, which is different because I think that's you don't usually. That's not like at a. I mean, I know real like Kindle and, and Nook. That's not like a bookstore, uh, but it's still a store. My understanding of slash fiction though is that it's like free. It's like people having like their own ideas, like writing slash fiction for like harry potter no 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 these were these were people writing uh science fiction erotica it was it's yeah it's it's not star trek erotica it's published erotica yeah it's 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 Ah. yeah the tentacle we i know what yes yeah i I know i didn't get to i didn't get to attend the actual uh, (laughs) (laughs) panel with you shout out to nobilis for the best because i don't think you would have been able to handle it honestly um, if I talk about my boobs, you freak out. You're like, oh, you so, uh, boobs. so uh, jumping to the next piece of news, uh, I uh, discovered something. Um, and we wanted to talk about it a couple of weeks ago, but we didn't because we got on other topics. But um, uh, there uh, is a sort of Star Trek sci-fi parody called Unbelievable with an exclamation mark uh, where there is right. a, a marionette, uh, a marionette Captain Kirk, um, um, a marionette Captain Kirk. And they go into space and. Um, and uh, it's really funny. Look, I don't want to spend forever on it, but I thought it would be worth letting you know if you guys want to, um, if you guys want to like look it up uh, in your spare time. Here is the cast of Star Trek actors um, who are in it: uh, Marina Sirtis, Nana, Vis- uh, Marina Sirtis, Troy, Nana Visitor, Kira, Michael Dorn, Worf, Jeffrey Combs, Wayun, um, uh, Robert Picardo, the Doctor, Linda Park, wow. Hoshi, Chase Masterson, uh, Ch- Chase Masterson, uh, Lita, Armin Shimmerman, Quark, Nichelle Nichols, John, uh, uh, Uhura, oh. John Billingsley, uh, um, uh, da da Flocks, Connor Trenier, Trip, Tim Russ, Tuvok, uh, Walter Koenig, uh, uh, Chekhov, um, 
do 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 Max Grodenchik, uh, who is Rom, uh, Garrett Wong, who is Harry Kim, Dominic <laughs> Keating, uh, Dominic Keating, who is um, what's his name, the security officer on uh, Enterprise. Help me out. Um, oh, Malcolm. Malcolm Reed. Malcolm. I was going to say Reynolds, but that's not right. No, um, Malcolm Reynolds, I love. <laughs> um, Anthony Montgomery, who is Anthony Montgomery, who is uh, also on Enterprise, the the young kid. Um, can't remember. And Mayweather. Um, yes, Mayweather. I'm uh, uh, Beverly Wa- be a child on that one. <laughs> Beverly Washburn, who uh, was in the original series. Uh, Casey Biggs. Um, Casey Biggs, who is Demar. Um, Von Armstrong, who is Admiral Forrest on uh, on Enterprise, uh, Chris Duin, uh, who's playing a character named Scooty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm looking like if there's it. anyone else, no one else that I would that, that I recognize as uh, as being Star Trek people, and then non Star Trek people include Olivia Diabo, um, Michael Madsen, um, Julie nice. Warner. Is in it Snoop Dogg, um, oh, interesting. Gil- Gilbert Gottfried, nice. Uh, uh, Been a Gary, while, Gilbert. Gary Lockwood, Gary Graham, um, Brenda. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's a crazy. It's a crazy cast. Um, so uh, unbel- speaking of Robert Picardo, like just to throw out because I know we had done our list or whatever. I recently um, rewatched the, uh, you know, because I can. Because I have it, I, re- I was rewatching Legend not too long ago in its glorious, like you know, 4K resolution or whatever, beautification. Because um, I have like the theater, theatrical and the director's cuts, you know. And, uh, and of course, <laughs> Mr. Ray realized I was watching it because I was yelling at my TV. Uh, because at the very beginning, there's like this message saying that like I was watching the theatrical version because I hate the director's version. And uh, what movie like, is this? Legend. Legend. I, I you said legends. I, no, I heard. I heard. Or, or I heard. I heard you, because Legends of Tomorrow is more. It's pal- yeah. I guess palatable to you than Legend. I, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I've seen. I've seen Legend a long time ago, but I. I I like when you when I thought you said legends and then you were talking about like how much you like it. I was like, really? I didn't really think you were a big fan of that show, and I don't. I didn't. Not aware that I had a, a, a an awesome cleanup. And since when were they releasing director's cuts of this? This is. <laughs> I'm usually like, in the loop the, on these things. What the hell? I guess you know what you might like the director's cut of Legends better than me. I hated it because there's no Tangerine Dream soundtrack, which is fucking travesty in my opinion. Um, well, if that's if that's a big part of it, would be like doing a Highlander differently because you don't think that Queen is relevant. I mean, it's you, you know, whether or not whether or not you like the Tangerine Dream soundtrack, the fact that that is part of the Legend soundtrack is that's what it is. Like, like it or hate it. It's not just part of it. Like they, the they did the entire score. It's not just a soundtrack. Like any music in in the theatrical is Tangerine Dream. Any of it. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, is that that's, you know, that's like, a part. So it that's, it's interesting. How that's a part of the identity huge. of the film. It is. It's amazing how huge a difference that makes. Yeah. Um. And so in the director's cut, he because he didn't want Tangerine Dream. Um, and he also, there are like some darker choices that of course I didn't like because I like my happy shit. So you probably would like that part as well. And, and, and so I just, I wonder, I would be so curious as to your thoughts on it, but like at the beginning it has a whole thing and he says like, you know, this 
rendering because it's from the original internegative from Universal, and I didn't oversee it, but I'm sure it's probably of better quality than the director's cut visually just because of the source material, but I think each has its own merits. You decide for yourself. Ridley Scott, right? And like all Mr. A hears, he's like in the bathroom, all he hears is, we are, you already know which is best, Ridley! And it's not this one, it's this one, it's the theatrical and everybody knows it! He's like, okay, honey. Yeah. I'm sure he heard you. <laughs> Poor Ridley right. Scott. He, he just like, he can't stop messing with this. I mean, of course he did Blade Runner and there have been 75 versions of Blade, Blade Runner that have come out. Right, um, and it's like it's so interesting. It's like, why did you? But anyway, the reason I got there. So in in Legend, um, there's a a character. Um, I don't know if you'll remember because you said you haven't you haven't seen it. No, I mean I can quote it, so I've seen a lot of it. Uh, but there's Meg. Um, this like creature, like when they're going in to try to get Lily out and get the horn back and all that stuff. Um, this creature in the water this big green icky and it looks cool as shit um and in the credits and i'm watching it and um it says robert picardo as meg what and i was like what really because like it doesn't even it doesn't even sound like him man like i don't know I don't know what he's doing with his voice because he's all like, you don't really mean to eat me, ma'am. Oh, indeed I do. <laughs> like, and it's just, it's, I'm trying to like, I try watching it like with my eyes closed, like just like trying to listen for him and I can't hear him in Meg. I can't hear it at all. He's, I mean, he's completely, it's, it's done a, a really awesome voice that just doesn't sound like him unless it's another Robert Picardo, which seems really unlikely to me. Because it's not exactly a common name. <laughs> so uh, in um, in other 80s movies that have turned into other things news, it's about my way of doing a segue. Um, uh, Ash versus Evil Dead has been canceled, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you haven't heard, I'm sure you have. If you're listening to our show, I'm sure you know. Um, I have loved this show. It's a great show. I um, haven't finished season two yet. Um I just started season three last night because I just uh, I'm caught up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I'm not even going to get into Jessica Jones. I got like two episodes in. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to finish everything that's sort of backlogged in the seasons of of shows that are like airing now. So when they all come to an end in May, then I'm going to do Jessica Jones and then I'm going to go back to the D.C. stuff that I haven't watched and maybe get to the Orville if I get a chance. Um but uh, <laughs> but um, and Agents of Shield is just so good. It's so consistently great. If you're not watching it, you should. Yeah, um, like at once we we got past like season one, really. Um, well, and and even pretty good. Even Sky, who has now not been called Sky for two seasons, has become a character that I think you that you would really like. Yeah, no, I the in the last season, um, I didn't hate her nearly as much. For yeah, sure. um, she's. She has become far less obnoxious. Every well, every every character on the show is the best version of themselves. Um, it's it's so. Yeah, but some people start at a higher bar. It's there's <laughs> been there's been one uh, there's been one like semi boring episode this whole season. The rest of the season has just been I'm so jazzed. I really want good. to see it. I can't wait till it gets to um, Netflix. <laughs> so so we started. We said okay, let's get let's get Ash on, and then of course I found out the day that we were going to watch it that it's coming to a close. Um, that and, fucking blows. And there I, was there was a. I there, love it. It's every. It's exactly, totally, exactly, 
like the movies. I mean, I never imagine. You have to understand, Evil Dead is such a big deal for me. I mean, that people have compared the sensibility of the Ninjas movies to the sensibility of the Evil Dead movies. I absolutely. Mean, it's, it's definitely got that same, like, re- irreverent, like, fun, crazy blood gore just for the fun of it. Like, just yeah. the avgore, you know, doesn't take itself too seriously kind of vibe to it, which is what I love about them. And I never imagined it would work as a show. Um, but it does. Every it totally episode, they does. they have the vibe of the movies down um, perfectly. Yeah, and it's I, there's, so I mean, obviously, good. I'm only like partway through season two, but there's not been one episode that was bad or even like a little weak or anything. Like every single one has been phenomenal. Um, he in this last episode, he so says, like, "Why is it like? It, what's the?" In the last episode, he said the word sperm shooter, which is amazing. Yes. That's um awesome. uh uh it's essentially it, it debuted big and it um the numbers kind of dwindled although the um illegal downloading numbers have increased um yeah because because here's the thing like and that's why like that's why i haven't watched it i haven't finished it because i was like you know what season three is coming out soon and like i mean because to add just showtime stars even it's just a, it's stars so i'm start yeah. even to just do it as an add-on for like amazon which is how we had it is like fuck it, it's like fourteen bucks a month. And it's like, how do I justify paying fourteen bucks a month for this one show I want to watch that only has like ten or thirteen episodes? I don't recall what it is, but it's well. Not, and that's yeah. And, and I think you're exactly right. I think the thing is, is that you know Netflix and HBO have it going. Like you could you could not have Netflix and just have HBO, and you'd go, okay, well now I'm going to be watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, and now I'm going to be watching. Um, no, not Curb. I'm sorry. You're going to be watching. Uh, yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I'm gonna, I'm going to be watching Game of Thrones. And when that's done, I'm going to be watching Westworld. Now that, like it's like HBO never doesn't have a show on that's worth keeping your subscription for. Um, if you know, if you don't want to have your subscription, then fine. But uh, and you want to watch other things. But Netflix is very much the same. Like you know, you know, Stranger Things, and up until recently, House of Cards, and you know, my wife just started watching um, series of unfortunate events season two. Oh, so good. Um, and like, like Netflix. That's another show that every single episode is really good. Have ne- you watched it yet? Uh, no. I'm. It's my. It's gonna be the thing of my for my for my wife and my Dude. kid. Dude, you want to watch it because season two will make you very happy. I'm not going to I'm not going to really get a chance to to do it Um, if they're good. Well, because you know, what, I'm I it's a thing that I gave them to do. Like, this is your thing because she really likes it and he really likes and I would really like it. But it's, you know, I get so much more time with my kids than my wife does that that I have a million things. That's me and them. And so finding things for them. So, yeah, it's so. You know, maybe maybe when the second one gets old enough to watch it, then then I'll have it that time with him. Who knows? Um, yeah. Anyway, um, but Netflix does it right that way because Netflix, you know. Yeah, but you, even without that, Netflix. I mean, there's so many movies that you have access to on Netflix and their own. Yeah, but you could con- content, you could conceivably like- go without that. Like it's 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 really because a lot of the movies are available on all the on all the things. And if it weren't for Netflix's great series, I think that Hulu's probably the better deal because you also get your network tv shows um where you don't get yeah, the... i mean you get them on netflix you just get them you know behind. later but you can you can you can watch current shows so hulu is a 
is a real for people who are used to watching live TV. Hulu is a is a real alternative to that, but also has sure. enough movies to justify its existence. What it doesn't have is a ton of you know a ton of great shows. Although, um, uh, I mean, I will say I, I'm annoyed, you know, to not to not have it because like it was another thing, the cost of it or whatever, mm-hmm. and like there are shows though that they have. There are original shows that they have that I did enjoy. But like, um, I'll have to do it like, okay, if that season's ready or out or whatever, I'll wait. And then I can, so it's pretty much the thing like with stars. It's like, okay, we'll have to budget it and wait till it's done. Then we'll get it for a month, watch all the stuff we want to watch and then cancel it. Yeah. Cause you just can't afford to be carrying that kind of cost every month for one show. Like it's just, that's just silly. Um, there is, uh, the, there is another show that I watched that, um, I've only seen the first season of, but, uh, Dirk, Gen- Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Oh, you were saying last time. I um, still think you need yeah. to watch the original ones because they are way better. Um, British you, is always better. You don't know if it's way better. I um, do. All right. I will say this with the exception of one actor who is really weak on the show. Um, Elijah J. Wood, Elijah J. Wood, Elijah Wood. Um, sorry, I just watched Anything Goes the other day, and Elijah J. Whitney is a character in that show. Um, <laughs> Elijah, like, why so formal? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Elijah Wood is great, and the guy who's Dirk Gently really kind of evokes like Matt Smith in uh, in Doctor Who. Um, uh, and so it's the guy who's Dirk Gently in the British is so good. He's let's be so let's funny. be clear. This one's produced by BBC America. I so, know. So it's Elijah Wood's not British. Or, but Elijah, but it works. You know, it works with. It's the British sensibility. It's very much feels like a, a Doctor Who show. The cast only does because you haven't watched the other one. All right, and the other ones, and the other one. I know that you have a problem with your imagination. It's not like watching. <laughs> you have a problem with my imagination. Star Trek. It's like watching something that came out in the two thousands because I'm pretty sure that's when it came out. <laughs> um, I will give it a. I, I will put it I'm on the list. I'm telling you, I'll put it on I'm the list. Telling, it is better than the what you are watching right now. You haven't watched what I'm watching right now. I have watched. I watched the first one, and it was bubkiss by comparison. Bubkiss, okay. I tell you, poopy. But you did Fine. like Ezra's better, so it's hard to say with you. Oh my goodness. But- <laughs> oh my goodness um, uh, Oh, there's something I've been meaning to ask you though. Yes, last thing, last thing. Okay. I saw a thing, I saw a trailer, and I think it must have been Netflix's um, April Fools, because they usually do a really cool April Fool thing, and I missed it this year, and I don't know what it was, but Mr. A showed me a trailer for, like, a new live-action Star Wars show with, like, fucking Vader and the Sith and all this stuff, and I'm like... And it was like, it's like a new show from Netflix. I'm like, is that for real? What we just watched? Is that legit? Did somebody just splice together some stuff? And And of course it's not. I was like, it can't be. I was like, it can't be. You know how I know that? And he's like, because when he showed it to me, he was all excited. I was like, that can't be real. He's like, and I was like, I'll tell you why. Because I've talked to Justin at least three times since the posting of this thing. And he hasn't said a word about it. So it's if not, it was real, <laughs> I, he would have said I, I've seen another one that looks uh, a pretty well done fan one called Rage of Maul that also looks like cool. But yeah, no, nothing, nothing confirmed on the Star Wars front. Although I've the I've rewatched the solo trailer a few times and I'm getting more excited 
Um, the the new solo trailer is is the first <sighs> one. The first one's pretty terrible. I mean, I I'll be it honest. Is, is, I, I will say this. I, I will say this to all people releasing trailers. Um, this goes to you people who released the first Venom trailer. Don't release a trailer till you're ready. Like just don't, just don't do it. Like, like I don't understand. Or especially if it's a big name. And I'll say this: thing, I don't, I don't, I don't think that Star Wars know. wasn't ready. I don't think the Star Wars wasn't ready. I think that they were trying to be coy, like, "Hey, this is enough to get you, huh?" And in that case, it wasn't. Like, no, um, it's not. And the, the second, <laughs> the second trailer is really good and looks really fun, and that should have been your first trailer, like that, like, like you. Maybe it's worth, maybe it's worth leading strong. Now, look, am I going to tell Lucasfilm how to market? Because you know. They don't they, know. They, yeah, they don't know what. They should listen to me. Clearly. My <laughs> films have made hundreds of dollars. Stop. They should listen to us, though, especially on our idea. I mean, yes. really. I don't know why Quint, like, Quentin Tarantino hasn't blown her phone up yet. Like, that's come right. On, I, come on. Well, we, I only released that recently. Idea. All right, listen. Uh, that's all the news of Fits to Print. My name is Justin. <laughs> My name is Alex. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. Hey, you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to? We have a movie. There's a movie of this podcast on Amazon Prime right now. Just go right now on Amazon Prime and go look. Check it out. Just search for it. There you go. There it is. Trek off. One word. Just search for Trek off on Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video if you want to rent it. If you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription or if you want to buy the DVD, it's there on Amazon. But seriously, this podcast, you got all the way to the end. Now go watch us. And give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got me made into a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.